You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Recorded live. All right. Hey, welcome to Prayer Warriors Needed because Prayer Warriors are needed. We are looking tonight, today, we're fasting and praying, number one. We just give God the honor, the praise, the glory, and we're looking forward to the reading on how to plead the blood of Jesus for protection. Wow, wow, wow. How Amen. to plead the blood of Jesus for protection. We thank God for these teachings, you know. But I'm going to open up with prayer, and then we'll go right into our little Bible study here, our, our reading, and... um We'll just keep continue giving God all the praise and the glory. God, we just thank you, Heavenly Father, for you being an awesome God, for you being a sovereign God, for you being the creator of all good and evil, Heavenly Father. God, we just thank you that you've given us the opportunity to get to know you. Do you know what it is to, to be on this earth with a psychopathic killer that has killed millions of people trying to kill you and you still standing? Only God's grace and mercy can do that. So I'm just here to testify and say, God, I thank you. I praise you. I exalt your name. And a lot of innocent people are sitting under that grave, including my sister and my father. In the name of Jesus, I bind that demon spirit of early uh, taking people out before time. That's the purpose of being covered by the blood of Jesus Christ. That's the purpose of that, 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 um, that suffering on that cross. So when people resort, to dark forces to go when you when people do their Houdini, voodoo, choodoo, all of that mess that you don't have to do with that. You can plead the blood of Jesus Christ. That was a sacrifice on that cross. I give God all the praise and the glory. I thank God, Heavenly Father, and I pray that you keep each and every one of us and each and every praying person on this line, dear God to just cover us, and don't you let no demon try to take us out, not even try. I said, don't let him even try to take us out before the time you have planned for us. I plead the blood of Jesus for coverage, coverage over each and every listener, participant, downloader that is praying for the dismantling of eugenic programs. I particularly pray pray for coverage over our seniors, our elders, and our babies. All vulnerable populations, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood, the blood, the blood. Lord, I thank you for the blood. Lord, I praise you for the blood. I thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ, God. I thank you, God, for the lands of the living, Heavenly Father. I thank you, God, for knowing that you're turning things around. I thank you, God, that these demons are coming down. I bind the spirit up against, I plead the blood of Jesus against regional killings. I plead the blood of Jesus against regional radiation. I plead the blood of Jesus against chemical poisoning. I plead the blood of Jesus against induced hospitalization. I plead the blood of Jesus against the secrecy curse associated with this clandestine, ridiculous, retarded, sick program that has no business on this earth. I plead the blood of Jesus of the ignorant spirit that don't want to believe it until it hits the person. 
I plead the blood of Jesus against it in the name of Jesus. I come against eugenic programming. I plead the blood of Jesus on Boyding Gray, uh, that Kaufman character that's after Ann, uh, 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 Jonathan Lippman, Adam Urbanski, Daniel Labowitz. I plead the blood, the blood of Jesus against you in the name of Jesus. The blood is against you. The blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus against everything that these demons are doing to stop God's people from doing the work that God has put them on this earth to do. God, I give you the praise. God, I give you the glory for turning things around, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that everything according to your will. I thank you, Lord, for giving us this thing called patience. And, God, I thank you, God, for turning off that radiation program, God, that they was trying to kill me in my mother's house. I thank you, God. They set it up here. I'm in the Bronx. It's set up here, but it's on a low key. But I still feel the flying, and I rebuke it in the name of Jesus, and I demand that that program be turned off over here in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus that that radiation program be turned off in the Bronx. I plead the blood of Jesus against that chemical program. I plead the blood of Jesus against these demons in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus for their incarceration in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, I know with you all things are possible. I plead the blood of Jesus for voiding gray to be incarcerated. I plead the blood of Jesus for Jonathan Lipman to be incarcerated behind eugenic killings, regional killings, infestations, doing the work of Satan to meet satanic rituals, to make it look like they're doing this for money. Ain't nobody doing this for no money. They are doing this. They're telling people it's for money. This is a satanic ritual. They have to go and buy a book. They have to kill a certain amount of people. They have to uh, inflict disease on a certain amount of people. This is the only way they can still be in operation. I plead the blood of Jesus against their money through Homeland Security. George Bush put that money in there, and they have access to it. That There's no phenomenon. That is how they did it. They got a president in there to put that money away, and they're running that money. And that's because they found out you can do that when he was in there, and you can do it with the money when they were acting like they were giving all the money for AIDS and they were going to Africa, killing off, just killing off people where the virus came out of the University of Rochester. So once they realized you can put money away under Homeland Security, you can put money away under things of that nature, tons and tons of money, but they'll allocate it forever. And they can, they, you know, it's just unbelievable. It's nothing hard to figure out because these are not overly intelligent people. These are people that are using dark forces, spiritual warfare. So if you don't know about spiritual warfare, you're just lost, okay? You're just, you know, they, that that's it. They, they, they're taking you out. But I thank God for the blood of Jesus, and I thank God for the teachings of the blood of Jesus Christ, and I thank God for the reading that we're about to do on it, and I stand on God's word for protection, Heavenly Father. Because only God can protect you. But these are demon control. They are compromised. Stay under the blood. Stay under the blood. Stay under the blood of Jesus Christ. They don't send demons tell me, girl, I, you can get your legs back, but you got to go see a witch doctor. I looked at that fool, a witch doctor. In the name of Jesus, if a witch doctor thinks they can give me my legs back, then that person's retarded because I serve the God of all, above all gods. 
And any power a witch doctor got, that power came from God. So why would I go to the second one in charge? In the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for being an awesome God. I thank you, God, for being a, a, a God of mercy, a God of faithfulness, a God of understanding, Heavenly Father. Where would we be without you, Heavenly Father? So I give you all the praise, Heavenly Father, as I can testify to your awesomeness. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Go ahead. Um, Ann, you want to pray? And then um, Camille? Oh, Ann, I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I got to I gotta unmute. Give me a second, darling. Okay. Go ahead, Ann. Okay. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Yes. Now you're fine. Yes. Okay. Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ, Holy Father, thank you so much, Father, as we continue to praise you each and every day of our lives, Father. Lord, thank you, Father, for allowing us to get together this day, this hour, in your name, Father. As we send blessings up to you, Father, we send blessings down to us, and we send praises up to you, Father, for all that you've given us and you continue to give us, Father, the forge and courage to carry on in our lives, the forge and carry the courage to carry on in your name, Father, in Jesus' holy name forever and ever. Amen. 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 Camille. Amen. Dearly beloved, holy and heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you as humble as I know how, with thanksgiving, with honor, with worship, with praise. I thank you so much, Father, where your word says where two or more are gathered in your name. Here you are, Father. There is power here because you are here, Father. And yes, Father, I pray to you for the dismantling of this eugenics, this targeted individual, organized stalking, electronic harassment, whatever names it goes by, Father. It's demonic and it's satanic, and I curse it at the root in the name of Jesus. I I, I preach the blood of Jesus against this, Father. Uh, I pray for your mighty power and your authority come down upon the wicked who are participating in this program and harming your people, Father. I pray for judgment and justice upon those who are perpetrating this against people, Father, who are harming and maiming and killing and uh, using radiation and all types of forces and techniques, Father, to cause pain and torment and torture to your people 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Father. The only thing I can think is that there, as with everything, there is a plan and a purpose to everything that you allow. And yes, Father, it is what you have allowed because Satan can do nothing unless you allow him to do it. As in the book of Job, when you allow Satan to come against Job, Father. But but you, Father, you are mighty. You are mightier than the forces of Satan in this world and on this earth. And I thank you, Father. You are who I worship. You are who I honor. You are who I praise. Because of who you are, you are the mighty sovereign of the universe, Father. 
And I pray, I continue to pray to you for the dismantling of this program. I pray for the dismantling of electronic harassment. I pray for the dismantling of the pain and the torment and the torture and the radiation, Father, that these forces bring amongst your people. I pray for the dismantling of income blacklisting, Father. I pray that your people will be able to, uh, you know, work and be able to, you know, provide, Father. You are awesome, God. I know you don't mean for your people to suffer. Uh, I know, Father, that you mean for your people to be fully provided for and protected, Father. And I plead blessings, supernatural blessings and favor, supernatural provision and protection surrounding and covering your people, Father. I give you the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory. I just pray that we continue to look towards Jesus. Jesus is our Savior. He is the Moshiach, Father. It is through him and by him that all things are possible. And I know it's more than possible for deliverance. And I continue to declare and decree deliverance over each and every one of our lives, Father. I continue to declare and decree provision and protection and blessing and favor over each and every one of our lives. And I continue to give you the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory for it. In Jesus' name, Father, I pray for our families. Our, our loved ones, our entire bloodline, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus over my sister Miriam, Father, and her mom and her entire bloodline, including but not limited to her nephews, Father, and anyone and everyone connected to her, Father. I plead supernatural provision and protection, supernatural blessing and favor, and the blood of Jesus covering and surrounding her and protecting her. And I continue to pray for the Holy Spirit to comfort her, Father. I pray that you help her in terms of whatever it is that she's currently suffering, Father. You are a God of health. You are not a God of sickness. So I plead for supernatural health over her and that she is healed by the blood of Jesus, Father. And I pray the same thing for her mom. Whatever it is that that these demonic forces are trying to induce upon her mom and her father, I declare and decree health and wholeness over both of them, over their entire bloodline, Father, and that the devil, the enemy, will not be able to touch them, Father. And I give you the honor, the worship, the praise, and the glory. I pray that you be with her in terms of this affidavit, Father, that she's put so much work into, Father, and that it gets the attention of the people that she has reached out to, Father, and that they will, Father, you move on their heart, that they will want to participate in terms of this fight, in terms of the dismantling of these electronics, in terms of the dismantling of this radiation, and all the other tools and equipment that Satan and his demonic forces are trying to use against Miriam and the masses of people, Father, that this is affecting. And I thank you, I honor you, I worship you, and I praise you. I pray, Father, for my sister Anne in terms of what she is suffering and going through, Father. I plead the blood of Jesus over Anne. I plead supernatural provision and protection, supernatural blessing and favor over her, her her children, her family, her entire bloodline. 
I continue to pray that the devil, the enemy, will not be able to touch her because you have her supernaturally protected. She's supernaturally blessed and highly favored. I plead the blood of Jesus of protection over her, Father, and that, Holy Spirit, that you come and you comfort her in every way, Father. And I thank you so much in the name of Jesus, Father. I thank you for this time of fasting and praying, and I pray that it is a fast that is pleasing to you, where, Father, that you will move mountains in each and every one of our lives, Father. And I thank you, I honor you, I worship you, and I praise you. I thank you, Father, just for the opportunity to work, because I understand and I realize that that is a blessing from you. I mean, I know I've had issues in terms of my job, Father, but, Father, you are Father who proves time and time how faithful you are, that no matter the trials or the tribulations that we go through, you always come through. As your scriptures say in Psalm 37, I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. So you are always faithful, Father. Help us always to remember that, especially during the dark and the lean times. That, Father, that you were there. You are about to come through. That you are more than faithful. You always have been and you will continue to be. I just pray that we continue to focus on Jesus and on you and on your kingdom, on your scriptures, being obedient to you and your word, pleading the blood of Jesus, as Miriam is going to uh, discuss today in terms of our lives, how to do it, and to do it with our whole heart, Father, knowing, trusting, having faith, being patient on your timing, that you will come through, Father, that you will bring judgment and justice unto this wicked land, Father, that you will make the wicked pay for their sins, Father, and that you will always continue to protect your people. And as I say that, Father, I also pray for the hearts of these sinners and these wicked people, and if they can be saved, I pray that they will be saved, that they will be transformed. As Saul became Paul in the New Testament, Father, there is nothing impossible for you. I pray that their hearts are open and are willing to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior of their lives and that their lives are transformed for Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah. I thank you for this time of prayer, Father. I thank you, and I pray, and I look forward to seeing you move miraculously in each and every one of our lives. I continue to declare and decree uh, deliverance and victory and breakthrough and triumph and overcoming in each and every one of our lives. I pray this all in Jesus Christ of Nazareth's name, as I say amen. 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 That was awesome. Amen. How to plead the blood of Jesus for protection. Part one on pleading the blood of Jesus for protection and deliverance. The first thing you're going to want to do. All right, that's better, right? Okay, we yeah, have that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was some kind of noise. Okay. Hey, mother. Okay, how to plead the blood of Jesus for protection? The first thing you're going to want to do 
is to make a personal list of everything that you would like to have God's protection on. These are what I call the basics. I will give you my recommendations as to what some of these basic things should be. You will then have to add your own personal things to the list to properly complete it. Just so you know, I'm reading from www.bibleknowledge.com. I put the link in um, in the message, so you should have it if you okay. All right, the basics. The basic things that you will want covered under the blood of Jesus for his divine protection are the following. Number one, your body, soul, and spirit. That's number one, that you're covered, your body, soul, and spirit. Number two, your house. Number three, your car. And this all makes sense. Your house is number two, and that's that's the blood of Jesus against radiation attacks. Can you imagine? In America, there are people that will you'll sit up and literally take over Con Edison or your electrical supply company to radiate and kill people. You know how many families these people must have taken out with this? This is the air pollution they're talking about, yes. So number one is your body, soul, and spirit. Number two is your house. Number three is your car. Excuse me, number four is your finances. Number five is your office, if you work. Number six, your spouse and children, if you are married. And these are all the areas. See, this is why we know we're dealing with straight-up demonism if you've been put in this sick program. And whether you put in it or not, this is a demon, so it's not, they're not just coming after me and other TI. They, they, eventually, they gonna, it's going to get to, to everybody because that's just how demon spirits work. And these are the areas that when they come after you, they come after you as a TI, your body, your soul, and your spirit. And they come after that by trying to torment you. Everything, you know, that you do, um, you, they try to have you harassed you know, in your home, in your job. So that's your body, soul, and spirit. They come after you in your house. They make sure they vandalize your apartment in and out, in and out. This It's a script. It's a demonic script. You know, um, tear stuff in your apartment, rip up your clothes, put Clorox on your clothes. I mean, these are like just retarded. So that's your house and your car. They always have somebody... I have a new car. They have somebody scraping my car all the time. So I, you know, I just got it painted. And here goes, they got it scraped again. Your finances, income blacklisting. See, that, you know, I've always said this program is, you know, I mean, indisputably aligned to Satanism because it's just a reversal of everything God, these are where God blesses us. God blesses us for our body, our soul, our spirit, our houses, our cars, our finances, our offices, our our spouses and children. These are all the areas that are targeted by these demons. But I think that what the devil meant for bad, God will use for good. This program will teach you. Let me tell you. This program will teach you to have an appreciation for your health. Okay? Because when you don't recognize how important your legs are until these people try to radiate them off of you, then you're like, Lord, I thank you for the ability to walk. Lord, I thank you for these legs you gave me. God, I thank you for the brain you gave me. I thank you for the head. So what the devil meant for bad, God will use for good. This this program here gets you saying, Lord, I thank you for the ability to walk. I thank you for the ability to praise your name. They, they came after my voice with chemical poisoning. I was like, Lord, I thank you I could talk. 
Amen. Because these are demons from the pit. They'll sit up and put some chemicals in your house, and you won't have no voice. And if you don't understand what's going on, you're going to go to that doctor. They done took power over these doctors by creating these non-existent diseases associated with induced radiation, and then told the doctors you got to take orders regarding these specific diseases from some third party. I mean, it, they they got this thing tied up, man. And you, I mean, you you know, you have to be retarded to follow it. <clears throat> but that's why they were killing so many doctors. Because <laughs> they were doctors right. that were not going to be a part of this. Yeah. You know, there were doctors that were not going to be a part of this. Right. And all of a sudden, well, they, they you know, to... I'm sorry. You, it's mm-hmm. interesting you mention that because that's exactly they, I, I started hearing about doctors being killed. Especially mm-hmm. doctors who would try to come up with, uh, you know, like alternative medicine. And I know exactly. what's his name, uh, uh, Mike Adams, the health ranger. Mm-hmm. I know he would write articles about how <laughs> doctors would be killed. There was a something called, I forget it, what it was. It was a cancer treatment. And all of a sudden, uh, the doctors who try to use it or put it out, you know, they started dying. Mm, 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 mm. You know, so I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that just came no, to my but mind. No, that, that's exactly no, that's that's, and I bet you, you know, these people were probably killed. You know, well, they have so many killing programs, but it's either through the chemicals or the radiation, because those are like that. That's what I don't understand. They used to save these. These were like their top lines for um, diplomats, presidents of countries, um, and now they're just bringing it down to regular people. They're just crazy. Well, yes, they again, to... they want to kill off ninety-five percent of the population. I mean, that's in the documents that they they themselves they feel like. I mean, not only that, but I, they even mention it like in the Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> yeah, well, Those I Georgia... think that's part of the satanic script for them. You know. For them to have their illusionary power, that right. you know, that the book is telling them this is what you got to do, and this is how you'll be in power. Well, they have that Georgia Guidestones erected. I think uh, was somewhere down there in Georgia where they actually say this, which is to me is just the most bizarre thing that they have mm-hmm. something erected somewhere where on mm-hmm. there it tells you exactly what they plan to do and what they want to do. I mean, that's sick. So it's like, what you know what they the, the saying they use, it's like hidden in plain sight. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. If you ever look up sometime, look up Georgia Guidestones, what, and you'll see it. What does it say again? What does it say? The Georgia Guidestones? Uh-huh. Okay, I'll tell you in just a moment, all Georgia Guidestones. Okay, hold on just a moment here. Pull it up, too. Uh, It's a granite monument erected in 1980. Yep, I know, in 1980 in Ebert County, Georgia, which Dewey Rose, Georgia. It's a set of ten guidelines inscribed on the structure in eight modern language languages um let's see i'm going to tell you exactly what it says because there's a list of things 
that it says. Let me see if they'll tell you exactly what it is. Okay. But I know it had there. There's something on there that lists. Okay, governance and the establishment of a world government, population and reproduction control, mm-hmm. the environment and man's relationship to nature, wow. uh, spirituality. So it says uh, the message on the Georgia Guidestones. Maintain humanity under, what is it, 500 million in perpetual Mm -hmm. balance with nature. Wow. Guide reproduction wisely. And they try to kind of put a spin on it, improving fitness and diversity. Unite humanity with a living new language. And then they want to rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things will be all things with tempered reason, meaning they have control over it. Wow! Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Please enter the call. Sorry, somebody wanted to join. Enter your pin, followed by the pound key. So I'm just trying to. You are not I'm trying to add the name. You are now joining the call. Okay. Okay. Recorded live. Okay, go ahead. Okay. No, I was just reading some of it anyway. Um, but you know, it it basically tells you in a monument down there in Georgia what their plans are. You know what I mean? Right. So they're not hiding. I mean, and this was a structure that was erected back in 1980. So they're telling us. You know what I mean? Um, you just have to know where to look. They also have documents that come out from a secret society. I can't remember the name of the secret society that talks about how they want to reduce the population uh, by 95%. So, I, I, I personally believe that there's a system of disinformation and propaganda that they they these that the key people involved in this. And did I drop you? And and can you hear me? Okay. Do you have a mute? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I I didn't have her before. But um. What was I saying? Yeah, that there's a, you know, they're telling people, I, I, I'm I at the point, I believe Illuminati, all of that. This is nothing but this satanic group right here. The same group that's doing all this damage, you know, that they, they want you to, they want people to look through the stars, the moon, this mm-hmm. and that, and it's, it's nothing but, you know, the real, you know, that. But, um, yeah, well, thank you for that information on, what was that call again? The, the, the Georgia Stones? Georgia Guidestones. Right. Somebody else brought that thing to my attention before. One day I'll take a look more carefully at that. All right. It's all related. It's all related to what we're going. I mean, everything is all related. So, you know, it's definitely worth taking a look at. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. How to plead the blood of Jesus for protection we're looking at. So he says here, the first thing we want to do is make your personal list, the personal list 
uh, should have basic things that you want covered under the blood of Jesus. And we said those basic things was your body, your soul, your spirit, your house, your car, your finances, your office, your children, your husband, okay, your wife. Any one of these could come under demonic or human attack at any time. Yes, that's so correct. Pleading the blood of Jesus on your car will help prevent you from getting into any type of serious auto accidents. I, I know that's right. Along with helping to prevent any type of break-ins or theft of your car. Pleading the blood of Jesus on your finances will help protect you from all of the scammers and con artists who are out there trying to scam and steal all of your hard-earned money. Identity theft has become a major problem in our country. You know that's a part of this, this program, too. Now, all of a sudden, you a T.I., now you you a victim of identity theft. Hey, nobody, I just got me a car. I just want to interject. I just got me, a, a, a of course, a, you know, a Bank of America card. Just got it because they had to send me a new one because someone tampered with the other one. Used it one time, went in to put some money in the bank, used the card, had a cop behind me. You can believe the next day I was a victim of uh, identity theft. They were sending me a notice that, you know, $33 would be taken out of my account for some something I never even heard of. I was like, wow. this is ridiculous. Yeah. 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 And wow. I knew there was a cop behind me when I – I only used the card twice because it had just come. It was a new card, and I paid one bill, and, right. um, you know – you know, it was just amazing. Okay, so pleading the blood of Jesus on your house and office building will help protect you against any fires, break-ins, burglaries, natural catastrophes, or any type of bad accident. Pleading the blood on all of your children will help protect them from any possible abduction, serious accidents, or life-threatening illnesses. Wow. Let me read that again. That's why I plead the blood of Jesus all the time over my nephews. In the name of Jesus, God, protect them, please. Pleading the blood of Jesus on all of your children will help protect them from any possible abduction, serious accidents, or life-threatening illnesses. I do not have to tell you how many predators that are out there looking for their next victim. Literally a day does not go by when someone is not getting abducted, robbed, or murdered. Pleading the blood of Jesus on your own body, soul, and spirit will also help keep you personally protected from all of the above. I could go on and on with the number of bad things that could happen to either you, your children, or your spouse. But bottom line, only God knows when any attack will be coming your way. And only God can protect and shield you. Mm. And I think that goes for even electromagnetic weapons. It is only God that can protect and shield you. Even though I do believe, you know, we should continue to look for other shielding sources. Because when you're being radiated, you know, I mean, I know these outstanding women. Been in the Bronx in a while, and I went in there, and I—I I mean, I just felt so bad knowing what I know. The woman looked so radiated. Now they've owned this business for years, but this is such a this this program here is such it's a it's it's a sick, criminally insane. There's an envy part of it. And because they are an established business that has succeeded for years, do you know they will wipe out their whole family? It's just That's the fun. sickest thing. Yeah, yeah, the woman looks so, she looked just, I mean, it was, it was clear to me. I just was like, yeah, she's being radiated. 
Yeah, yeah. This is this is just insanity. And I, you know, just a just a beautiful person, woman. I, you know, I I don't even know how to, you know, I might just leave a flyer in there on. But you know what hurts is even if I tell them, ma'am, you know, they're probably putting radiation in your house and, and inducing you into that. You know, I don't have a cure. That's what hurts me. I can't say, ma'am, go buy these blankets. But I can right. tell them that you may have to be plead. You have to plead the blood of Jesus against these, these demons. That yeah, I am going to have to tell her that. Yeah, I mean, it hurt my heart. And when I thought about it, they were telling me how Amy had gotten really, really skinny that time. Now that I know that I know, what I know about this radiation, that's what it was. And if Amy wasn't faithful to God and staying prayed up, Amy would. If she didn't, and if she didn't know what she knows, they had her down to like eighty pounds. She'd been like, Lord, you don't let me down. I'm dying and I'm dying. But she stayed faithful. I serve a faithful God. I serve a faithful God. Don't you know that child 150 pounds now? But they were radiating her. Wow. So everything, you know, the Bible has told us, and even our Bible classes, you have to realize some of these things we're going through is a test. I started getting all nervous again. They started hitting me with that stuff, girl. I couldn't sleep, and I know if anybody know about this sleep deprivation, it's a torture program. The worst thing is to want to sleep, and these people just rub that weapon on you, and there you go. You got to stay up. You can do whatever. I, I done took Advil. I done took – until the Lord told me, Miriam, you've been here before, and God came through. Miriam, calm down, because you start getting nervous. Oh, my God, are they going to get me to fall out? Am I going to fall out? Am I, am I going to be – because that stuff will get you – you know, if you don't understand what's going on, that stuff will have you induced in the hospital. Absolutely. Yes, it will. They, and they will use that weapon, that microwave weapon, to drag you behind right to the, right to the hospital door. And they got their yeah. plants in there. They got key yeah. words for people that are coming in under technology-induced uh, injuries. You are not going to the regular part of the hospital. You're going to the back <laughs> of the basement? <laughs> Well, but it's not as obvious. But you're going to a designated. You're going to a electro, a tech, a, techno, a demon control, demon control doctors. They're gonna have have you a specific doctor. Right. You're not going to be with the general population. You're not. No. 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 It's it's. You know how they do this. This thing is connected to a T. I mean, you're just you. And the, a key factor in this program is breaking the cycle. That's why it's like, like I said, I had to break out my mother's house, go to a hotel. Even if it's for a night, you got to break the cycle. They're sending you to this doctor. You got to go to another doctor if you got to get the medicine. They're sending you here. You got to go there. You got to break the cycle because if you stay with the cycle, they're going to kill you. Right. And just like, you know, I mean, I was fighting to stay in my mother's house. I, I really thought about it. I would have been, I, I probably, you know. They, they got hospitals lined up waiting. You got to break this out. Even though I was wondering if it was safe here and in my Bronx apartment, you know, and, and if not, then you got you to pray you can get to a home. I mean, this is just unbelievable. That's all to it. No one should have to live like this. And I thank God, though, that we can afford to live like this because we know what's going on. And my heart goes out for the people that don't know because this is designed to induce you to a corrupted section of that hospital where these demons have this damn Canada X-ray company running the entire hospital for these people. If you come in under electronic harassment, 
then you're going to be organized. Everything you, that's being done to you is going to come through this 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 fraudulent X-ray company in in in, in Canada. I mean, it's just it's all right. Pleading the blood of Jesus. All right, I could go on and on. I sure can yeah. with the number of bad things that could happen to either you or your children, your spouse. The bottom line, only God knows when any attack will be coming your way. And only God can protect and shield you from these attacks before they do come. And the way that you can get God to move in with his full divine protection before any of these attacks can come your way is by pleading the blood of Jesus on each of the specific things that you will want protected. Here is how to specifically plead the blood on each of the above items. Pleading the blood on the basics. In order to get to God's full protection on something, you have to do the following three things. Plead the blood on the objects that you want protected. Plead the blood against whatever possibly could come against that object. Then seal the prayer with a statement of faith and belief to God, the Father, telling him that you are now going to have full faith and belief that he will now protect you from all of the things that you just pled the blood of Jesus' son on. Here is a sample prayer on how to plead the blood of Jesus on your body, soul, and spirit. Father God, most high God, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over every inch of my physical body, over every inch of my soul, over every inch of my spirit. I now plead the blood of Jesus against any demons who may try and come against me. I now plead the blood of Jesus against any bad and evil people who may try and come against me. I now plead the blood of Jesus against any natural accidents or catastrophe or man-made accidents that may come against me. I now plead the Jesus against any diseases, viruses, or illnesses that could possibly come against me. In the name of Jesus, that could possibly come. Father, in the name of Jesus, I now have all faith and belief that the blood of Jesus will now fully protect me against all the things that I have just pled his blood on. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And I would add a scripture. It says this prayer is short, sweet, simple, and straight to the point. You can add whatever else you would want in the prayer that will fit your own personal set of circumstances. You will have to plead the blood of Jesus on each of the above six items to get God's full protection on it. You have to be very specific on the things that you will want covered and protected under his blood. This is why each of you will have to make up your own personal list. The above six items should be absolute minimum. When you plead the blood on the other five items, Just substitute the appropriate wording on the next item that you are pleading the blood on. When pleading the blood on the basics, you can choose to either say the prayer out loud or silently to yourself, whichever way you would be more comfortable with. Then there's the index card. What I've found to be very helpful is to write all of the above down on the index card. Here's my recommendation. Take an index card. Thank you, Lord. All right, hold on. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Take an index card and write at the top of it the words pleading the blood of Jesus. This way you know this card is for pleading the blood of Jesus. 
on the front of the card, write down and number each of the items that you want protected under the blood of Jesus. The six items mentioned above should all be on this list. Then write down anything else that you want covered and protected under his blood. Then right on the back of the card, the blood prayer itself is worded above. You can use a fill-in-the-blank system on the bank of the, on the blank, back of the card. You will be pleading the blood on different things. You can write the following on the black, back of the card. Father, in the name of Jesus, I now plead the blood of Jesus on blank. I now plead the blood of Jesus against blank. Father, in the name of Jesus, I have full faith and belief that the blood of Jesus will protect me against any of these things that I have just pled his blood on. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. On one little index card, you will have everything you need on how to properly plead the blood of Jesus on whatever it is that you want his protection on. You will have all of the basics as to what needs to be covered with the blood in your life on the front of the card. And then the exact prayer written on the back as to how to properly plead the blood of Jesus on each of those basic things. Frequency. How often will you have to plead the blood of Jesus on all of the above in order to get God's maximum protection on these things? Through personal trial and error with the Lord, all of this I have found out that in my own personal life that I have to plead the blood of Jesus on all of the above items on a once-per-month basis. Excuse me. You may each have to find your own personal frequency factor with God on how often to plead the blood of all of the above. But do not be surprised if God does not tell you the same thing once per month. I've personally found out the hard way that if I want God's full protection on all of the above items, I have to plead the blood on the night before the beginning of the next month. In other words, I want God's protection for the month of May then I have to plead the blood on all of the above on the last day of April. I have been burned several times when I forget to do this and was subjected to several abnormal attacks on the first day of the new month. Wow. It would be like a football player forgetting to put on his helmet for even one play. Not having this helmet on for even one play could get him killed due to the intensity of the game that he is playing. Mm-mm-mm. Applying a, a bloodline. There is another thing that you can do, especially for those of you who own a house with property surrounding it. You can walk around the entire property pleading the blood of Jesus as you walk completely around it in a circle. What you're doing is applying a bloodline around your property. I have read cases where Christian farmers have done this to protect their livestock and flocks from attacks from wild predators. In one case in particular, a farmer was having a problem with some of his farm animals being killed by a wild wolf. He went ahead and applied a bloodline around his entire property. When he woke up the next day, he found a dead wolf lying about two feet past the point where he had just pled the blood of Jesus over it. In other words, the wolf had crossed over about two feet into the farmer's territory and had crossed the bloodline. The wolf was stricken dead as soon as he crossed his bloodline. The farmer had no more problems with any of his animals being killed after that one wolf had been struck down. Pleading the blood and applying a bloodline around your house and property can also help protect you from earthquakes or tornadoes. There have been documented cases in California where some Christian families had pleaded the blood over their houses and property. An earthquake had hit 
the entire area, all of the houses in their subdivisions had sustained some type of damage from the earthquake, but there was no damage whatsoever to the houses that had the blood of Jesus on them by the Christian family. Trains and planes, another area in which you can plead the blood is on whenever you are getting ready to get on a train or plane or to get out of town. Simply plead the blood on the train or plane either right before you get ready to board it or do it the night before. I do not have to tell you how many plane wrecks we have seen over the last five to ten years. Better to be safe than sorry on this issue. Now we'll show you how to plead the blood of Jesus for any actual deliverance that you may need if by chance you have been caught up in a nasty storm cloud. How to plead the blood of Jesus for deliverance and the conclusion. Okay. Uh, It gets a little trickier when pleading the blood against something that may have already come against you. These are what I call battle, battle situations. You or someone else you know may have been just hit with a life-threatening illness or disease such as cancer. You may know someone is an alcoholic or drug addict and they cannot seem to break from it. You may know someone else who is severely depressed and they are seriously contemplating suicide. Another person may be under severe demonic attack as a result of engaging in some type of occult activity. There are a million and one things that can come against any one of us at any time. If something has already come directly against you and you are now caught in this evil grip, then you are now going to have to go on the offensive and try to take it out by pleading the blood of Jesus directly against it. When you cross, when you run across a situation that will need God's supernatural power to fully deliver you, you will usually need some kind of battle strategy to which to war against it. The person may not be saved, and you may have to get them saved before God can move in to deliver them. Another person may be saved but not walking in full surrender with the Lord, and you may have to get the person to commit to making a full surrender before God will move in to help them out. This is where the Holy Spirit is really going to come in big time. Depending on the kind of predicament you are dealing with, you will have to be totally guided and led by the Holy Spirit as to how to handle each one of these battle situations. Each one of these battle situations are completely unique and different. No two battle situations are ever alike. This is why you're going to have to be totally dependent on the Holy Spirit on how to handle each one of these battle situations. And this will now lead us right into the next section, the personal testimonies of our website, where we have written up some of the victories that have been obtained by giving the appropriate battle advice on each one of these unique and different battle situations. As you will see as I explain what happened in each case, I always go I always go to the Lord in prayer first and ask him how he wants me to handle each one of these unique battle situations. I also give you some of the specific battle prayers that I gave to some of these people to help them get delivered out of some real nasty predicaments. As you review each one of these testimonies, you will then get an idea on how to handle something that may have already come against you where you will need God's deliverance and healing power to to help get you out of it. All of these powerful testimonies have one major thing in common, and that is where many Christians are really missing out on being able to get delivered from some of their bad predicaments. 
And that one common denominator is that all of these people had to be taught how to go on the offensive against whatever adversity had come against them. Too many Christians are way too passive when confronted with any type of severe adversity. The Bible tells us that all Christians carry the power of God on the inside of them through the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us that we're all soldiers of Jesus Christ. If God is telling us that we are all good soldiers of his son, Jesus Christ, then this means we all have his power at our disposal in which to engage and defeat any enemy that may try and come against us. The problem is that most Christians have never been taught how to go on the offensive when the enemy does launch an all-out, full-scale attack against them. And that's what, if you're a TI, this is what this is. This is an all-out, full-scale attack against you. Most Christians have never been taught on how to use spiritual warfare so they can directly engage with an enemy head-on like David did with Goliath. As a result, many Christians are literally getting their heads knocked off (laughs) in the arena. I don't mean to laugh, but I mean, yeah, if you don't know what's going on, that's exactly, you're getting your head knocked off. They're getting their head knocked off in the arena of life when adversity does come knocking on their doors. And let me just interject here, and that's why, you know, it's critical. I just see a whole new generation of people that are not, you know, raising their children in the church. And, yo, I mean, if I wasn't raised in the church, I wouldn't have known what to do if this hit me. I just, every these younger parents today, you know, especially, you know, teenagers having kids, yo, you best to find a Bible study. You better find a program, get your kids in. Because if these, not if, if these, these type of demonic attacks, your child best to know that I need to cry out to the Heavenly Father because that's your, your only help. Because if this, when this, this program hits here, if you don't know God, they got this thing set up, on a suicide. That's all they want the person to do. But we thank God for God's word and his teaching. And we thank God for parents that raise children up. I mean, we used to say, well, you sitting in church all day or all night. My mother got to church all day, all night. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Now I'm old. I'm like, God, thank you. It was those seeds that were being sowed. It was those blessings that I can testify. I got somebody that killed half the world. What? I know something paid off. I thank God for every church service I went through. I thank God for every prayer meeting I went through. And God will use this program to waken people up. Because your money can't save you from this. Uh uh-uh. Your money can't save you. Your education can't save you. It's called God's grace and mercy. Because everybody knows people dead in their grave behind this sick program. Okay, it says here, so the problem is that most Christians have never been taught how to go on the offensive when the enemy does launch an all-out, full-scale attack against them. Most Christians have never been taught how to use spiritual warfare so they can directly engage with an enemy head-on like David did with Goliath. As a result, many Christians are literally getting their heads knocked off in the arena of life when adversity comes knocking on the doors. And, yeah, that's why when we did um, turn the curse to a blessing, that's why that minister said many Christians are used to this. Uh, what do they want, he said? He said they're looking for a welfare uh, mentality. Man, let me see who's calling. Give me one second. Good action.
some a minister that I know, but uh, she was doing something. So the problem is that most Christians have never taught, have never been taught how to go on the offensive when the enemy does launch an all-out full-scale attack against them. Most Christians have never been taught how to use spiritual warfare so they can directly engage with an enemy head-on like the David did with his life. Okay, I read that right. This article and the testimony section of, our, of this website will attempt to show you how to use one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful form of spiritual warfare to take on any enemy and come out completely victorious. Wow. Again. This article and the testimony section of our website will attempt to show you how to use one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful form of spiritual warfare to take on any enemy and come out completely victorious. And that is listening how to plead the blood of Jesus against, directly against whatever adversity may have just come your way. Mm. Before you go into the actual testimony, let me give you some major power verses from the Bible showing that, showing you that all Christians carry the power of God on the inside of them through the person of the Holy Spirit. And if God is empowering all of us with his divine power, when he is obviously going to want us to do something with it, and that is to use it when we will need it. Zechariah 4, 6, not by my might nor by my power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. This one little verse should be memorized by all Christians. In one powerful sentence, God is telling us that things get accomplished not by our power or by our might, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. Again, not by my might nor by my power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. You will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Jews and Samaria and to the end of the earth, Acts 1.8. For our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit, 1 Thessalonians 1.5. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power, 1 Corinthians 4.20. In mighty sounds and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, Romans fifteen nineteen. These verses are talking about the signs and wonders that the early apostles walked with. These verses are specifically telling us that all of the signs and wonders that were done by the early apostles were done by the power of the Holy Spirit. And if we have the same Holy Spirit, mm, and if we have the same Holy Spirit that the early apostles did, then we too are capable of having God manifest his power to us through the Holy Spirit like he did with them. The Bible tells us that God is no respecter of person, which means that he will do for one, he will do for another. And with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Acts 4.33 I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, Philippians 4.13. Notice the word all, that there's nothing that God cannot do through you or, or for you if he should choose to do so. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you, Luke 10.19. 
I am repeating this verse once again. Again, notice Jesus is telling the apostles that he will have his power to defeat all the power of their enemies and that nothing shall be able to hurt them. This verse should be buried into our memory bank so that we never, ever forget it. So we, uh, we serve and follow in this life and how powerful our Lord really is. This one verse is telling us that we all have the God's supernatural power and authority operating through us. We just have to learn how to walk and flow with God's power that has been made available to all of us through the Holy Spirit. Personal testimony section of website. After reading this article would be our recommendation that you go to our testimony section and print out and study very carefully some of the wonderful testimonies they have in there. These testimonies will show how powerful pleading the blood and forming out the appropriate kinds of battle prayers fit specific battle situations that you're dealing with. Due to the very personal nature, due to the very personal nature of many of these testimonies, I will not be releasing the names of the actual people involved. However, I do have all their permissions to release their stories to you so that you can all learn from them. Notice the wide variety of things that you can plead the blood of Jesus directly against as you study these testimonies. One more thing, in order to be able to receive forgiveness from the blood of Jesus for any of our sins, there's something we must do. We must first confess the sin to God, and then God will grant us forgiveness. It is the same thing for the deliverance and protection that is in the blood of Jesus. In order to be able to receive God's deliverance and protection from the blood of Jesus, there's something that we must do. And that something is pleading the blood for protection or deliverance that you are looking for. As you will see, each one of these stories, the blood of Jesus had to be specifically pled against whatever the nature of the attack was. The pleading of Jesus' blood in each one of these cases was incorporated into what I call a battle prayer. These battle prayers are extremely powerful and effective when properly worded and prayed out. In all of these cases, complete deliverance and victory came about very quickly. For those of you who would like some additional reading material on the power of pleading the blood of Jesus, here are three very good books that I would highly recommend. Power of the Blood, Maxwell White. I have that. i got to find that book. The Blood and the Glory by Billy Brim. The Word, The Name of the Blood by Joyce Myers. Conclusion. As you will see when reviewing some of our actual testimonies, there's definite power in pleading the blood of Jesus for deliverance and protection. You can use it in a wide variety of adverse situations and in all of your personal cases. Victory and deliverance came about very quickly for each person that went on the offensive with it. If either you or anyone else that you know has been caught up in any kind of adverse predicament, try going on the offensive as these people did. Form out the appropriate battle prayer that will fit your particular situation and then take your enemy head on like David did with Goliath. Okay. Okay, let's see. Pleading the blood, and he gives examples. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> Pleading the blood against a, a home attack. Pleading the blood against the damaged vocal cords. That's what Tony Braxton needs to 
pleading the blood against the suicide attack. Let me do pleading the blood against the home attack. Pleading the blood against the home attack. For those of you who believe in the power of pleading the blood of Jesus for deliverance and protection, we just received a very good testimony from a woman in South Africa. Long story short, she received a very strong unction from the Lord one day to walk around her house and plead the blood of Jesus as a bloodline around her house. She at first was not going to do it as the lawn has not been mowed yet and she did not like walking in the long grass. However, knowing that she was receiving a leading from the Lord to do this, she went ahead and obeyed and walked around her house pleading the blood of Jesus so she could have his protection around her house. This was done at 8 o'clock South African time. <clears throat> Six hours later, which would have been at midnight, she found out the next day that her next-door neighbor's house had been literally broken into right at that midnight hour. This woman was also having a dream right at midnight hour of a demon called breaking in, sitting on top of the gate leading into her house. This woman is sure the Lord prevented these criminals from breaking into her house. By the way, of all, this took place literally six hours after she had just done pleading the blood of Jesus around her house as a hedge of protection. This woman <clears throat> has given us permission to release her word for word testimony for this article. And our article titled, How to Plead the Blood of Jesus for Deliverance and Protection. We talk about pleading the blood of Jesus around your property as a bloodline. There have been documented cases of Christians having their homes spared damage from earthquakes, etc., as a result of pleading the blood of Jesus Christ to protect you. This testimony is just another good example of God's protection. God protecting one of his own as a result of her obeying his leading to plead the blood of Jesus around her house as a protective line of protection, as a bloodline. Okay. <clears throat> Here is the word-for-word -word testimony. May God bless you for this website and for educating us. I have a testimony to share regarding the pleading of the blood of Jesus Christ. I used to stay in Benoni, South Africa, and I just started walking around my house pleading the blood of Jesus. This day, I did not want to go out and do it, so I thought I would just do when I pray. Uh, but I felt an urgency on my spirit to actually go outside and walk around the property and plead the blood. The time was about 8 o'clock South African time, and my lawn was not mowed. I do not like walking in the long grass, especially when it's getting dark, so I thought I would plead the blood the next day. But I had such a conviction to go out that very same day. Eventually, I went out and I ran the property pleading the blood. That same night, I had a dream somebody walking me up and telling me to look outside towards my gate. When I looked, I saw some funny little things sitting on the top of my gate. I asked the person who woke me up, what are those things sitting on my gate? The person told me that those were demons for breaking in, that they were going to break into my house. And suddenly, I woke up, and when I realized it was a dream, when I looked at my watch, it was Midnight, I had just prayed and slept. I just prayed and slept. The next morning, I was told that some people broke into my neighbor, my next-door neighbor's house at midnight, the exact time. Mm. Mm, at midnight, the exact time her neighbor's house was getting broken into, a demon called named Breaking In 
sitting on top of her gate. Again, another coincidence. We do not think so. And then to top it off, this woman initially did not want to obey the leading to do this on the grass. She had not been mowed. The grass had not been mowed, and she did not like walking on the long grass, especially when it's getting dark outside. There are three big tells in this testimony to show that this was not a coincidence, but a real leading from the Lord to actually do this. As a result, it looked like she prevented her house from actually getting broken into by these criminals. I know pleading the blood of Jesus for deliverance and protection is a big controversial issue in the body of Christ right now. But for the record, we still believe in it, and we'll continue to pass on more good testimonies to show that this form of offensive prayer really does work. As a closing remark, this woman responded back with a little more information on how she had used this in the past with both herself and her children. Again, there is the word-for-word email. Good day, yes, it's more than okay. It's good that we, that we testify. It shows our, that we demonstrate that we are grateful and thank the Lord for delivering us out of those situations and we thank him for his mercy and love towards us and your family. And actually, in fact, I've seen the goodness of the Lord in my life and my children on many occasions. It's just that after reading the testimonies on your website, I became more convinced that it was because of the blood of Jesus that I and my children have been protected from circumstances and accidents that could have claimed our lives. I used to offer a prayer like this every night. Thank you, Lord, for your precious blood that protects us against accidents, violence, and any sorts of evil. My younger son was ran, ran over by a car in front of my very own eyes on his way to school in full view of other people who were at the bus stop waiting for a bus. That day, we all saw a miracle as the driver of the bus, as the driver of the vehicle stopped the car, and we were frantic looking for the child underneath this car because we all saw him go under and then just went over him. Then he called us on the other side. No harm came over him, not even a single scar, no bleeding, nothing. Oh, wow. Not even a single mark. And I myself was in the car accident, was driving in my car over time, and I came out clean, no harm over me. A truck once ran over me, and even when the Lord still kept me safe under his wings and shelter, my eldest son, Tando, will be correct to say he died and the Lord brought back Thank you for your website. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for setting your blood, shedding your blood for me and my family. So the blood of Jesus is our shield. He is our shield. I saw your website as I was searching to find and to know more about the blood of Jesus. I have Joyce Meyer's book, Benny Hembex, and I want to know more and more and experience the deliverance. And she says, remain blessed. All right, and we just want... um, they're taking testimonies here. But here, yes, let me just go over this. Pleading the blood of Jesus. What is pleading the blood of Jesus? Pleading the blood of Jesus is saying, thank you, Lord, in advance for covering me and my family and my friends, my good friends, Heavenly Father. Pleading the blood of Jesus when, when you come against demon forces, then they will have no impact through the blood of Jesus Christ. There was a sacrifice made on a cross already. So no demon, particularly demons that are compromised, demons that have sacrificed babies, demons that are working with demons, in the name of Jesus, they can't come through the blood. I plead the blood of Jesus against every targeted individual that's praying. I plead the blood of Jesus to keep us out of all harm's way. I plead the blood of Jesus against this eugenics program 
that's running around this earth. I plead the blood of Jesus against it. I plead the blood of Jesus for exposure of the program. I plead the blood of Jesus for the um, dismantling of the program. And I plead the blood of Jesus that that program will have no effect whatsoever on me, my family, and my loved ones in the name of Jesus. And anybody praying directly against it, that it will have no effect. It will be held in contempt through the blood of Jesus Christ. That it will shatter. Because that is a compromised program. That is a program that has done dirty things in the dark force world. Our only protection is to keep it in the light and say, thank you, Lord, for dying on that cross that I don't have to go cut 10 chicken heads to stop these demons, that I can plead the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. I'm here to say the blood of Jesus is real. And I thank you, God, and I praise you, and I magnify your name. I give you all the praise, Heavenly Father. So how do you live with knowing this? There's, this, there's a psychopath out here trying to take you and your family up. It's only God's grace and mercy, and I give God the praise, and I plead the blood of Jesus from head to toe over my mother, and I plead the blood of Jesus from head to toe over my life, and I plead the blood of Jesus over head to toe over my nephew's life, that they will be men of God, that they will serve God, that they will not be out here under these demons' control. I plead the blood of Jesus over that. And I plead the blood of Jesus that their children's children will be saved and sanctified children of the Holy Ghost. I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of my good friends, associates, that their families will be blessed and that the parents, the ones that are parents, will be prayed up and every morning wake up out of that house and plead the blood of Jesus over their children and know that the blood of Jesus works. And plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus of our health. I plead the blood of Jesus, and I thank God for my targeted individual community of friends who become the enlightened individuals. I thank you for the knowledge, the research, the email list, all of that we've done. We've come together. And we know that in God's time, we're just going to be patient. We just did the fruits of the Spirit. We learn about that spirit of long suffering. That way, that is that's not suffering. No, God don't want us to suffer. That spirit of long suffering is called patience. Thank you. Thank you. Knowing that God is in charge and that it's His timing, it is His timing that we have to develop patience for. Yeah. I give God all the praise and the glory. I'm sure many of us could be in our grave like a lot of people. And all of those people, they have done surgeries or they didn't even need the surgery. But, God, it was you. They still had to go through you to say, you said not to, not that one. They couldn't just take anybody out. And I thank you, God. And I praise your name. I give you all the praise, Heavenly Father. Yeah. And I thank you, God, for our countermeasure. And pleading the blood of Jesus Christ. And waiting patiently for God to move and do things and to just stay on, stay with your faith. Don't give up. Stay prayed up. 
You can't do this on your own. And I thank God for my sister Ann that's been with me for years. Yeah. It's praying when we didn't know how we gonna make it. Yeah. It on she has suffered just like I have. And she just kept praying. I said, Ann could keep praying, I know I could keep praying. Yeah. I'm gonna stay prayed up. Because these demons are just I mean coming down in the name of Jesus. They're coming down in the name of Jesus. So, yes, the word of God is a treasure. So let me just end with, um, I love his, um, some of his prayers here. Um, yeah, with the scriptures. Not by my might, I like that. It says Christians can either choose to remain passive with their heads stuck in their sand, hoping that neither they nor any of their close loved ones will ever come under any um, kind of direct human or demonic attack, or they can choose to learn how to rise up in the power of their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and learn how to spiritually defend themselves using spiritual warfare techniques as given to us out of the Bible. When the enemy does come, and he will come at each one of us from time to time, you can either choose to run and hide, hoping that you will somehow survive the attack and make it out in one place, or you can choose to learn how to spiritually defend yourself and engage with the enemy head on like David did with Goliath. The choice is yours. Too many Christians are taking the first approach and they're literally getting killed and taken out of this life way too early. The pain, torment, and agony of losing loved ones, especially to any kind of violent crime, is beyond human comprehension. Too many Christians are living defeated lives with no real joy, peace, or power in their lives. Storm cloud after storm cloud keeps coming after them beating them down to a pulp. Many Christians, since they have not been properly taught how to engage with the enemy, when he does come their way, are drowning in their sea of trouble. Too many Christians could not pray their way out of a paper sack if they ever got caught in one because they have never established any kind of personal relationship with the Lord. They have never developed any real working relationship with knowledge from his word, have no real knowledge of the enemy his tactics and how he operates and have no real knowledge on how to properly pray or stand in the gap for someone else to get God to move in with his supernatural power to bring freedom, healing, or deliverance to a particular situation. In my opinion and from the personal experience I have had with the form of offensive prayer, I believe that learning how to plead the blood of Jesus may be one of the greatest offensive spiritual weapons that you can have in your arsenal. As you will see in the personal testimony section of our site, complete complete and total victory was granted to each person who had pled the blood of Jesus Christ on their specific circumstances. And in most cases, and in most cases, the victory was granted very quickly. This is how powerful this form of offensive prayer is. For those of you who really want to know how to arm and defend both yourself and your close loved ones when these 
attacks do come your way, read on. For those of you who will choose to remain passive, hoping that nothing bad will ever come your way, at least keep this article on the shelf in the event that any serious adversity ever does strike you already. Before I go into exactly how to plead the blood of Jesus and all the different things that you can plead the blood again, I will first give you the scriptural grounds tonight. And I think we did that. Come on. This is a whole Scriptural grounds for pleading the blood of Jesus. There are many Christians who attack this form of prayer. They ask where in scriptures there are proof that we can use this kind of prayer for either protection or deliverance when we really need it. There was no evidence that the early apostles ever pled the blood to heal, to cast out demons, or to get God's basic protection on them. I believe there are three specific things contained in the blood of Jesus, and that's forgiveness, deliverance, and protection. Many Christians only know about the first one, forgiveness. They have no idea that there are two other things available to them that will enable them to live a victorious and overcoming life in the Lord while still living down here on earth. Here's a brief discussion. In the blood, there's forgiveness. As Christians, we all know there's definitely forgiveness in the blood of Jesus. There's this basic central message of true Christianity that God the Father sent his one and only begotten son, Jesus Christ, down to our earth in the flesh to physically die on a cross in order to save us and give us total and permanent forgiveness for all of our sins. Without Jesus dying and shedding his blood on the cross, there would be no forgiveness and remission of any of our sins. Here are some extremely powerful verses from Scripture specifically telling us this. For this is my blood of a new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. But now in Christ, Jesus Christ, who once was far off, has been made near by the blood of Christ. For the life of Christ is the blood, for it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. Notice the emphasis on the word, the blood, in these verses. There's no question that in these verses and in others in the Bible that the blood that Jesus personally shed for us on the cross is what leads us all to be able to receive eternal salvation, the forgiveness of all our sins and entrance into heaven when we die and cross over. Deliverance. Now, what are the scriptural grounds that will give us the legal right to be able to use the blood of Jesus when taking on any attacks that may come our way? As you will see in some of the stories in the testimony section of our site, you can plead the blood of Jesus against specific types of attacks, such as attacks from demons or other evil people, any kind of physical illness or disease or any kinds of addictions like drugs and alcohol. Many Christians are not aware of the second component that is in the blood of Jesus, which will entitle us to be able to use his blood to go on the offensive against any adversity that may come our way. Something else happened that day when Jesus died on the cross for all of our sins. The Bible tells us that Jesus also defeated Satan and all of the powers of darkness that day. There are several good verses from Scripture proving this point, that though death he might destroy, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those through fear of death were were all their lifetime subjects to bondage. He who has 
he has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sin. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, trying, triumphing over them, Colossians 2.15. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil, 1 John 3.8. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death, Revelations 2.11. What defeated Satan and all his dark powers? The physical death of Jesus on the cross. And what did Jesus do when he died that day on the cross for all of us? He shed his blood. So in other words, what does that mean? That means, well, they could be using a book, how to get all the worldly power, how to get all the money, you know, you know, kill some babies, feed them to a statue. That, that, you know, they just you have to deal with humankind is, is just crazy. So they are, they are, we live in this. There are people that do this, to be the richest, to have all the money to run the world. But this means that because Jesus Christ has died on that cross as a sacrifice, it was so we don't have to go dark forces back, back on back. Y'all did dark forces. I want you to stop doing this. And I was, so now I got to cut a goat head. No, it was done specifically for these reasons. That sacrificial offering on the cross, his blood was shed. You don't have to go and do dark forces. If you want to be rich and a millionaire, then you can plead the blood of Jesus, but you got to do it for God. You can't do it just because you want to be a millionaire. And if somebody's coming against you, the voodoo, hoodoo, radiation attacks, electronic attacks is all from the same source, the demon, the devil. You have to be able to plead the blood of Jesus and, and, and believe and believe. Get an understanding, which meant that's why I started doing Bible study and started reading. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. What defeated Satan in all his dark powers? The physical death of Jesus on the cross. And what did Jesus do when he died that day on the cross for all of us? What did he do? He shed his blood. That means we don't have to shed blood. But that's why these demons going around here, shedding blood, killing people, taking, you know, all that organ stuff. They just, it, you know, all of it is just part of a demonic ritual. That's it. God is good. This is why pleading the blood of Jesus works so well in real life. Combat situations when it really is needed to defeat attacks that are coming against us from the dark side. Mm-mm-mm. Now, you know, somebody sitting there, put your whole building under radiation. Now, if that's not from the dark side, I don't know what is. That is the sickest thing in the world. I mean, just how low can you go? And then you're going to have a whole x-ray team to torture people. Like sitting there twisting on a machine, x-rays, they get the machine in your house, then they get a copy of your veins, and then they get to somebody to sit there to see, waiting to see your reaction. you got to be from the bottomless pit of hell to do something like that. Many Christians are not aware of the second component that is in the blood of Jesus, which will entitle us to be able to use his blood to go on in the offensive against any adversity that may come our way. 
Something else happened that day when Jesus died on the cross from all of our sins. The Bible tells us that Jesus also defeated Satan and all of the powers of darkness that day. There's several good verses from scriptures proving this point to you. So that means even though this uh, program has all this power, you, they can fool the police. They got the police working with them. They can fool the uh, Con Edison. They can fool the whole world. Well, the Bible, there's a scripture that says the world will be deceived by the devil. But if you don't understand, they they got there because they follow it. These are demons, a satanic book. So what is the only countermeasure? It's pleading the blood of Jesus. Okay. And again, something else happened that day when Jesus died on the cross from all of our sins. The Bible tells us that Jesus also defeated Satan. That's the only way. Big old demons, big old huge demons, all kind of multi-billion dollar dollars, and and little folk like us, they don't cave master. We still standing because we plead in the blood of Jesus Christ? What? So it says here, that though death we might destroy him who has the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Again, those who were who had a fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. If you walk in right, you live in right. You just stay and prayed up. And I had to reach even myself, you know, just dealing with this program. It's just horrible. You have to, at some point, think of death. But I asked God to keep me in his hands. Don't let me leave this earth, Lord, until your decision, Heavenly Father, until you decide. And until I complete the assignment that you created me for, Heavenly Father, that's what I ask. And I plead the blood of Jesus that will be covered, my entire bloodline, and even my, my, my friends, my praying friends, Heavenly Father, that we will be covered by the blood. Okay. So we ask here, um, something else happened that day, okay? Through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage, Hebrews 2.14. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, Colossians 1.13. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them, Colossians 2.15. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Repeat that one. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. This is the purpose of having a Jesus Christ. This is the purpose why they're trying to destroy Jesus Christ, because he was created specifically to to make that sacrifice, Jesus, to be beat up on that cross to shed that blood, to come against demon forces, to destroy the works of the devil, First John 3, 8. God, we thank you and we praise you, Heavenly Father. You want to know about works of the devil? Then learn about eugenics. See the damage they've done on this earth, and you best to tell me how you're going to fight against that on your own strength. 
because that's a demon. I mean, that 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 ain't no demon. That's a legion. That is some Tarzan demon to do the magnitude of damage that they did. But the blood of Jesus Christ, there's nothing me and you. We, we have to know how to please that blood. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death, Revelations 12, 11. When, what defeated Satan in all his dark powers? The physical death of Jesus on the cross. And what did Jesus do when he died that day on the cross for all of us? He shed his blood. This is why pleading the blood of Jesus works so well in real life in combat situations when it is really when it is it really is needed to defeat attacks that are coming against us from the dark side. Many Christians are not fully aware of the second fact about the blood of Jesus, that the blood of Jesus can also be used to engage with our enemies. When they do try to launch any kind of attack against us. I believe that all of the above scripture verses definitely tell us that the blood that Jesus shed that day on the cross has totally defeated Satan and all of his dark powers. The only thing left is for all Christians to fully realize this incredible fact and to grab a hold of this powerful truth not to be afraid to use when they need it especially when demons or other evil people are attempting to come against them with any type of unjust actions or attacks. There are four more good, powerful verses from Scripture showing that all Christians now have God's supernatural power and anointing available to them so they can use it to engage with the dark side of this life. Wow. Behold, I give you the authority the word of God says, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Luke ten nineteen. Notice in this verse we have God's power over all the power of our enemies, not just against some or part of their powers. This means we have the ability to come out completely victorious in some of life's battles and struggles but only if we learn how to properly use and what is, what is now available to us. Then he called his 12 disciples together, and he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick, Luke 9, 1. Notice in this verse that Jesus gives the 12 apostles power over all demons, not just some of them. If we have God's power available to us to defeat all demons, then I believe that we also have God's power to defeat any and all humans who may try to come against us with any type of unjust action or attack. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits, Daniel 11.32. Knowing their God means that we have spent good quality time in establishing a good personal relationship with God. If we do this, then this verse is telling us that God will strengthen and empower us when we need his power to be able to carry out great exploits and great adventures for him. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. Second Chronicles 16, 19. This verse is telling us that God is actually looking for people that he can anoint with his power and show himself strong through 
through them. But the implication appears to be that he really cannot find many people who are willing to pay the price mm, to be able to really walk with his anointing. As you can see from the way of from the way of all of the above scripture verses are worded, true Christianity is not a weak, wimpy, or passive religion. As born again believers, we all have the Holy Spirit literally living on the inside of us. As a result, our bodies have now become the actual temple of the Holy Spirit. His supernatural power is now fully available to all of us in order to help us handle some of the storm clouds that can come against us in this life. Learning how to properly plead the blood of Jesus for any deliverance and protection that you may need is just one part of our arsenal. I'll be doing uh, other articles in the near future covering some of the other aspects of this part of our walk with God. Protection. So we said the reason plead the blood of Jesus mainly for three basic reasons. Number one was repentance, you know, forgiveness. Number two was deliverance. And number three now is protection. Okay, let's see. Protection. As you will see, and and I didn't mean for this to go this long, but I just, I got a little, I mean, I need clarity and understanding myself. As you will see in the next section, you can also plead the blood of Jesus on specific things that you will want to protect before any kind of adversity could strike them, like your body, your house, your car, finances. The goal is to plead the blood of Jesus on those things in order to protect you before any kind of adversity could ever come your way. If the above verses are showing us that we can plead the blood of Jesus against any attacks that may have already come our way, then I believe it only stands to reason that we can also go one step further with the blood of Jesus, and that is to use it for the protection before any kind of attack could actually come our way. In this case, you simply plead the blood of Jesus on whatever you want God's full protection on before any attacks could possibly come your way. I believe there's something else in the Bible that gives us another clue that entitles us to be able to plead the blood for this specific purpose. In the Old Testament, God the Father had arranged it with his chosen people, such as bulls, goats, and lambs. The blood had to be shed once per year on what was called the Day of Atonement. The shedding of these animals' blood was what gave the Jewish people a temporary covering from their sins so that they could then enter into a personal relationship with God the Father. This is why Jesus is called the Lamb of God. He's an extension of the lambs used by the Father in the Old Testament to give the Jewish people a temporary covering from their sins. Once Jesus had come to shed his own blood on the cross, there was no more need for any more animal sacrifices. His death on the cross had completed and fulfilled what his Father had started in the Old Testament with the sacrifices of these animals. Now watch this analogy. In the shedding of the Lamb's blood on the Day of Atonement, there was a temporary covering for the sins of the Jewish people. Then Jesus comes in the New Testament, and the shedding of his blood now gives all believers complete and total forgiveness of all their sins. Now here is where I feel that something else occurred back in the Old Testament that may entitle us to be able to use the blood of Jesus for divine protection, not just protection, but divine protection. In the story of the Passover, God had sent his servant Moses to rescue the children of Israel from their captivity to the Egyptians. 
God had thrown ten whopper plagues at the Pharaoh in his effort to try and get them to release his people from his rule. On one of those plagues, God tells Pharaoh that he's going to allow an angel of death to come through their camp to kill all of the firstborn children. However, before God sets all of this up to occur, he tells his own people to shed the blood of a blemish-free lamb and to put that shed blood on the doorposts and lintels of their houses. God tells his people that the angel of death will bypass their house if he sees this shed blood put on the doorposts and lintels. This angel of death will thus not kill any of the Israelites' firstborns, but only if he sees the blood properly applied to the doorposts and lentils of their houses. In other words, the blood of this blemish-free lamb was being used for divine protection. My God, my God. Before his attack would ever come their way, had each person not properly applied this blood on their doorposts, their firstborn children would have also been killed along with the rest of the firstborn children of the Egyptians. Mm. Wow. Mm. Okay. So here is my argument on this, the author saying, if the, if the shed blood of the Old Testament lamb used for temporary covering of sins eventually leads to the shedding of Jesus' blood for permanent and total forgiveness of all our sins, can we also use that same analogy and say that the shed blood of the lamb used in the Passover for divine protection could also lead to the shed blood of Jesus having divine protection in it? I personally believe the answer is yes, and that is why God the Father seems willing to work with any believer who will plead the blood of Jesus on whatever they want protection on before any attack can come their way, just like he did in the story of the Passover with his chosen people. Before I go into the specifics on how to plead the blood of Jesus, there's one more area each Christian must Make a personal decision before God will give you this kind of full protection. Saved and surrendered, in order to be able to plead the blood of Jesus for any kind of deliverance or protection you may need, there are two requirements that must be met. Saved, you must be saved and born again, Christian. A non-believer cannot use the blood of Jesus. In the story of the Passover, only God's chosen people were allowed to apply the blood of the lamb on their doorposts to get his full protection on them. It is the same way in the New Testament. Only born-again Christian believers use the blood of Jesus for deliverance and protection. Number two, the full surrender. However, for those who are already saved and born-again Christians, there is now one more big thing that you will have to do before you can start to get God's best to start flowing into your life which will include getting his maximum protection on you in your life. That is to be willing to make a full and complete surrender of your entire being and your entire life over to God the Father. You have to be both saved and surrendered in order to be able to step from the dugout from the real playing field where the real walk with him is really at. God is wanting you to fully surrender four specific things to him. God wants your body your soul, your spirit, and your entire life. The Bible tells us that we have three parts to our beings, body, soul, and spirit. God wants all three parts of our being completely surrendered over to him. The fourth thing that God will also want from us is for us to fully surrender our entire lives over to him. When I say entire, I mean literally everything in your life. 
The Bible tells us that with the measure we use, we will be the measure that we will be measured back to us. In other words, if you want God's best to start flowing into your life, then you will have to give God your personal best. And your personal best is being willing to fully surrender every part of your being and every part of your life over to God for his full direction and handling. It is your all for his all. This full surrender to the Lord is where many Christians are really missing the boat with him. They are saved through the blood of Jesus, but they're not walking in his full surrender with the full, with God the Father. As a result, God is not working full force in their lives. The only way to get God to start working full force in your life is to come under a complete and full surrender with him. Bottom line, God's knowledge and wisdom is perfect on all matters. Yours is not. God can see into the future and knows exactly what is going to happen to you. You cannot. God knows you better than you can ever know yourself, and as a result, he knows what your true potential and capabilities are going to be in this life. You do not. Your powers are limited, but God's powers are not. The Bible tells us that God is all-powerful and that there is nothing he cannot do or accomplish. Nothing is impossible with God. After chewing all of the above, who do you want running your life? Yourself with your limited powers, wisdom, and knowledge, or God the Father who has maximum power and knowledge to do and accomplish anything he will want to do. This lack of full surrender to God the Father is what's getting so many Christians beat to a pulp in the playing field of life. They do not have God's full protection on them, and as a result, they're coming under severe attacks from demons, evil people, and just some of the natural cause and effects that can occur at a moment's notice, such as different kinds of accidents and catastrophes, mishaps, illnesses that can hit anyone at any time. Without God's maximum protection, any one of us can get hit by these types of severe storm clouds. Only God's divine protection can keep you safe and out of harm's way from some of these types of storm clouds. And the only way to get God's maximum protection on you and your life is to come under his full and complete surrender with him. If you want to take this last and final step with the Lord, then I give you a, a short, for powerful prayer to go to God the Father with to come into his full surrender with him. This prayer should be said at least once or twice a year after you do it the first time you need to show God that you mean serious business with him on this. And by continuing to recite this prayer back to him on a once or twice per basis year, you will be showing him that you're really serious about your full surrender and that you will continue to let him have full control of your entire life for the rest of your earthly life. I will give you both parts of this prayer, the initial prayer that you will go to God, the Father, to make the initial full surrender, and then the second part of this prayer that will continue to keep you under his full surrender with the Lord for the rest of your earthly life, the full surrender prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I now place my body, my soul, and my spirit and my entire life into your hands. I now ask that you place me into your perfect will for my life. From this moment on, I will choose to stay fully surrendered to you all the days of my life, and I will allow you to lead and direct my life in the direction that you will want it to go. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 
another one. Father, in the name of Jesus, I come to place my body, my soul, my spirit, and my entire life in your hands. I choose to stay fully surrendered to you all the days of my life and ask that you continue to keep me in your perfect will. I thank you, Father. Father, in the name of Jesus, I continue to place my body, my soul, my spirit, my entire life in your hands, and I choose to stay fully surrendered to you all the days of my life and ask that you continue to keep me in your perfect will for my life. The above prayer is short, sweet, and simple, but extremely powerful. With this prayer, you have now just turned the reins of your life over to God the Father. And that means demons, like Boyd and Gray, Jonathan Lipman, Samuel Edwards, Adam Abandon. There's no other way without God's coverage not to be here. And I give God all the praise, all the glory. And I just thank you, God. And I praise your name, God. God, I just thank you and I praise you. But the above prayer is short, sweet, and simple, but extremely powerful. With this prayer, you now just turn the reins of your life over to God, Father. He will now start to guide and direct your life in the direction that he will want it to go. God now has a perfect plan and destiny all set up for your life. If you would like more information on the full surrender and all of the scripture verses to back it up, they have another article in the Bible basic section of our site, and it's called The Full Surrender, and I will do that next week. Not next week. I'll do that Friday night, the full surrender. If you're willing to make this full surrender with God the Father, then you are now ready for the next big step, and that is to learn how to plead the blood of Jesus for his deliverance and protection. There are two ways that you will use the pleading of the blood. One is for protection, where you will plead the blood of Jesus on whatever you want protected before any attacks or adversity could come your way. By pleading the blood of Jesus on the things that you want specifically protected, you will go a long way in preventing a lot of needless attacks, mishaps, and accidents from coming over your way in the first place. This is preventative medicine. The second way that you will use of pleading the blood is for deliverance, where you have already been hit by some kind of adversity, and now you will need God's deliverance or healing power to help keep you free. So we thank God for this. We thank God for reading on how to plead the blood of Jesus. We thank God for the scriptures that tell us that we have authority over demon forces. We thank God for scriptures that keep us under the will of God. We thank God that the word of God in Daniel 11.32 says, but the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. That means my sisters that may be suffering now, I've always told Anne there's a ministry waiting for her. There's no way they can come after that woman the way they did. There's a tender ministry waiting for her. And I know God has that there. We thank you, God. We praise you. 
For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. God, we thank you. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We praise your name, God. We glorify you. We thank you, God, that we can plead the blood of Jesus for protection, for repentance, for deliverance. God, we just thank you for that sacrifice on the cross. And, God, we pray for all of those, I don't want to say idiots, but every one of those fools that went and exchanged their soul, exchanged their soul for worldly power. They knew they knew that thing didn't work, but they did it anyway because they knew it would go, it would, illusionary, illusionary would go far. So I plead the blood of Jesus over Adam Urbanski. I plead the blood of Jesus over Jonathan Lippman. I plead the blood of Jesus over Boyden Gray. I plead super blood of Jesus over Boyden Gray. In the name of Jesus, that the Holy Spirit will take over. That the Holy Spirit will give them that spirit of Babel, and they're going to help this. You God will use that evil to develop this earth, that we never let no demons do this again. In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus against them, against every eugenic project that they have put on this earth. I plead the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus on that secrecy curse that is ripped open. I plead the blood of Jesus that nothing these demons will do will have any impact on God's people. I plead the blood of Jesus, safety and security for my mother, myself, my nephews, I plead the blood of Jesus against those demons in particular. Every demon associated with this targeted individual program, particularly those radiation demons, those x-ray demons, those usurpation demons, I plead the blood of Jesus against them in the name of Jesus. They will have no more strength on this earth. That every one of their abilities will be retarded, confounded, confused, broken. That that curse is broken in the name of Jesus. I plead the blood, the blood, the blood. I come against it in the name of Jesus. I come against hurting people. I come against harming people, injuring people. I come against everything associated with torture. I plead the blood, the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. Amen, amen, and amen. Anybody else? Anybody else? I think Mother wants to pray. Yeah, I'm gonna let you close this out, Mother. I'm gonna, you're gonna say prayer. It's a tape recorder, so be what? careful. I'm gonna let you close this out. It's a it's a it's a, a tape recorder. Yeah. All right. I'm a... Oh, we thank you, Lord, for the miracle that you have made tonight. Miriam made a promise with God, and she's a child of the King, and she's gonna do your work, Lord. She's gonna read that Bible and pass it on. Read the Bible and pass it on. We're going to buy some young young people Bible, older people Bible, and we're going to give them out, and we're going to do your work, God. Bless her. I thank you for what you have done with Miriam, Lord. Miriam, the name of my mother, she gave it to, my, to us, too. She gave it to me. I pass it on to her, and she'll be passing it on to others. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, this is a miracle you have done tonight. And we can write it down, put it in a book, and we thank you for the book, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible. Everything we have to do 
we're going to refer to the Bible daily and nightly at all times to help the people, the children, the elders, people that don't have the Lord. Help us to go to the hospital and pray with people, sing people, renew them, Lord. Miriam is a renew, she's a child of the king. She's been a child of the king, but this was a special day today, Lord. Write it down, Miriam, okay? In the name of Jesus, we thank you for bringing an angel to help the work of God. Hallelujah! I thank you, Lord. I'm her mother. I thank you. My mother taught me. I, um, my mother taught me. I teach her. And the, all those that come around her, that she give them the word, she be teaching them to. She be praying for them, Lord. Anytime that she recognize the need, because people, young people especially, need the word of God. And we're going to keep on putting out the word of God. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lay down in the green pastures. He leadeth Miriam in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though Miriam walked through the valley of the shadow of death, she will fear no evil, for God is with her. She's a child of the king. She's a leader. She's going to help. She's going to do your will, Lord. She's going to continue doing what she has done. But you know, Lord, this is a special birthday. A woman of God a child of God, to pass it on. We'll get tracks. We'll give them out. We'll do whatever we can do. Because it might seem simple when you have tracks and you pass them out. But sometimes you're raising people for the Lord. They'll read it and they'll change. Because we're not doing enough of God's work. We ask the Lord to help us to buy tracks and give them out. In the name of Jesus. Right, Miriam? You're going to do God's work. You did a good good job tonight. I would say this is your birthday, or your your birth prayer teaching day. Glory to God. We're going to buy trucks and just pass them on. Some people will receive them, some won't. But if we pass them, especially to the young people, it's better because they're hungry. They don't know where to turn. They go in different bunches of dirty chicks out there. And we could rescue them with the word of God. The tracks, right? In Jesus' name. We didn't know, but God did a miracle here tonight. You sat there and you praised God and you came to Jesus and you you did the will of God and you have a special promise with the Lord. You know? You just be gonna buy some tracks and just give them out. Some people some people want them, some people don't know any better. Amen. Thank you, Mother. Thank you. Okay. We're gonna close out. Here you want this? We're gonna close out. Yes, I don't want Jesus, for this day, this is a special day. 
Hi, okay, I'm sorry, did you guys call All that? All power in his hand. All power. Hmm. Hello? Hello? You can destroy. Does anyone hear me? Okay, it sounds like no one's hearing me. We hear you. Oh, okay. Who was that? Ann, is that you, sweetheart? Hello, do you hear me now? We can hear you. Okay, and who is that? Ella. Oh, Ella. Oh, hi, Ella. Okay, I didn't even know you were on the line. Okay. Okay. By the way, I'm sorry, I didn't make it to the the call on uh, Saturday. I was working. So oh, no worries. Just if people can make it, no big deal. Okay. Yeah, but thank you for the invite. I appreciate that. I really do. You're
What a mighty God we serve. You know, I just I just have to give God all the praise. And I'm gonna end with this one too. This is another awesome one. You God alone. You are God alone. No question of your I didn't. All right, thank you, Camille. I don't know why you don't hear me. I'm playing music. Let me see. I don't hear anything. You don't hear anything? 
I hear you now. Since I guess since you got the tag. I don't know what happened before. I was playing. I was playing. Um, I heard. I heard you were playing something, and then all of a sudden it stopped. And I think I do hear Anne in the background. It sounds like she's still in pain. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, I'm here. Yeah. I hear you, Anne. I'm, yeah, I'm sure, guys. Now, can you hear me? Say that again. Can you hear me? You sound a little far away, to me, anyway. I, I do? Oh, there's something else he's doing to my phone. Okay, well, I hear you, Anne. Okay. The music, The music didn't come through? The music came through at first, and then everything faded, and I couldn't hear anything. Oh, okay. All right. And, and yeah, then I when I sent you the text, huh? when I sent you the text, and you said, oh, yeah, oh I, you I, can't I, hear me, then I could hear you again. Oh. Oh, I wonder what was that about. But know. you know what? Yeah, I'm glad you guys were here. I mean, that just... I mean, we're living this program. We know that it's only God's grace and mercy. And I just thank God for the privilege to be able to learn more about pleading the blood of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. 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 You know, I thank God for the reinforcement, you know. But before you get in that car, before you get wherever you're going, the bus, whatever, the train, Let's plead that before you go, plead the blood of Jesus. And even with those attacks, Anne, I want you to just stand. You know, I've always told Anne I know there's a ministry for her because there's no reason a person would come against her the way that that demon there did against Anne. But Anne's a very soft person, and believe me, she has an effective, not just a ministry, but an effective ministry that awaits her. And that devil just wants to block it. But that's why, Ann, I'll tell you, keep just keep your Bible study going. Keep reading. You know, keep learning, you know, learning more because I've always said it and I stand behind it. There's a ministry waiting for you. Well, thank you, sweetheart. I really appreciate your words. Your kindness. I really do appreciate them. Well, you, you have to look at it, Ann. Why would somebody come after you? There's some great work in God's kingdom. You have, you have potential, I mean, for some great work. Those are, that they come here very. There's a tenderness that you can reach a lot of people. Yes, yes, that's true. And you know, it, it really is a, a great situation because I've done nothing at all, you know, to him, and he does all of this to me on a continuous basis, you know, and so cruelly, you know, without any compassion. He has no heart, no soul. So I know that for sure. So I just keep forging on it. You, you just got to know that. that Keep pleading the blood of Jesus, man. And the, keep pleading yeah. the blood of Jesus against that demon. You have to know what you're dealing with. You you are dealing with a demon. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I know. Satan for sure. No no soul. No soul. Nothing that's reachable that can say, you know, even if he can pull up, you know, he, he's just that bad off. Just said that. So I just keep working on you. And thank you for all your prayers and kind words. I really do appreciate it. I really do. Well, I thank God. I thank God, too. Camille, thank you, darling. Camille? 
Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, I'm so glad you were able to make it too. You you want to close us out again? Give us a little closing prayer. Sure. Uh, dearly beloved Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this time uh, that we've had to come together and uh, just to really learn about pleading the blood of Jesus over our lives and just to really learn to be committed. Um, it doesn't make any sense or difference in terms of pleading the blood of Jesus unless we're really serious about getting our hearts, our minds, our souls, our bodies, and our lives in order with you, Father. Um, as I prayed earlier, I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of our lives. Uh, we are all going through something different, Father. Um, but, Father, I just know that as long as we hold on tight to and for you and your kingdom, you are always there. Everyone else may abandon us, Father. Everyone else may not have any faith in any of us, Father. Um, I know in my life, Father, um, people have abandoned me. But I know, Father, that you are always there. That even if I have to walk this thing alone, Father, you are there with me. And I never have to walk it alone. And I pray that each and every one of us, we know that and we understand that. And I am just so grateful for you that you are always faithful. Um, I pray for each and every person on this call, Father. Um, I pray for our hearts to be sold out to and for you always. And I pray this all in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, we thank you. Yes, we haven't eaten, so uh, what time is it? Oh, we got half an hour more. Um, Anybody else fasting? Did you fast, uh, Camille? Yeah. You did? Oh, great. All right. I mean, I have, we had um tea. That's it. We just had some tea. And um, <clears throat> Anne, are you fasting too? No, let me, let me get you off of mute. Anne? Did you eat today, Ann? Yeah. Yes. What did you What did you ask? Did you eat? Did you eat today? I'm sorry. Say that again. Did you eat? Did you eat? Did you eat today? Did you oh, you oh, eat? oh, 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 oh! Yeah, I eat whenever I can. Whenever I can. Uh, he's so controlling, you know. Uh, if there's no, no actually, because we were we were fasting, we were trying not to eat to just oh, oh, sacrifice. I Okay, okay, yes, okay. To make right, right. Uh, well, you have to remember I have my mom here, and if I get a right. chance I to know, get up, mommy, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, right. I don't know how my mom's food. doing it. I didn't feed her all day. She's my mother fasted with me, so I was. Oh, yeah. she was well, okay. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. No, yeah. Now let me ask. Um, not not in. Uh, Camille, Camille, you there? Yeah. Could you give us, you know, we're, we're the, you know, we're still on the the tape. Could you, could you, you want to elaborate further on? I'm, I'm just gonna pray till six o'clock. So I'll just talk a little and then we'll pray right before. But I just wanted to know, Camille, could you elaborate a little bit, if you know? I don't know, cause I, 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 I don't. Um, I'm trying to, you know, pull what I do know. Um, about 
what they were saying with respect to um, the atonement, the sacrifice of blood from the Old Testament. Um, to my understanding, in the Old Testament, they used to sacrifice a sheep to cover the sins of the people. Right. Right. That's what they. Well, I think it, it was a goat. Um, I think it, I, I think it may have been. Uh, I forget. I think it's the Azazel goat or something. Hold on, just a moment here. Was there a particular reason? Uh, you wanted to know about that, or okay, you're breaking that was, up. That was that was um that was part of the study I did tonight um on the blood of Jesus, pleading the blood of Jesus. Okay, I, I don't remember hearing of. That. I don't know. Maybe I must have tuned out or something. I don't know. Um, oh, oh, you didn't know. They went in, they they explained how, you know, how did we get to plead the blood of Jesus? And then they went into an explanation. Not that. That, that was, you know, that was another article. Yeah, I, yeah, I know about the Azazel goat. I think that was sacrificed, uh, especially, like, during the Passover for the atonement of sin. Yeah. That's what I know about. I don't know about the sheep. Well, I mean the sheep, the goat, the goat rather. But the the point of it was back in the day was to protect the people, right? Well, yeah, it was uh, to atone for sins, meaning that you know your sins were atoned for once that goat was sacrificed. They that that was the sacrifice for your sins. Meaning now that uh, we have Jesus and the sacrifice, we don't have to sacrifice any animals anymore for the atonement mm-hmm. of sin. Okay. Right. Well, that that's what he was saying. He was saying, you know, that's why Jesus was was sacrificed on the cross is so that we don't have to do like they did in the Old Testament because the earth, Man is just so corrupted, you know. The earth says, you know, you right. have to have an atonement measure for for sin. Right. Correct. Well, the correct. earth would just be forget about it. I mean, forget right. it. Mhm. Yeah. All right, all right. You know what? Let me let me let us go, so at least we can start prepping some food for six o'clock. But I truly thank you, God. My sisters, I, 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 I just thank you. I needed this today. I needed to resurrender my life to God. To just, I needed to just say thank you, God. I mean, I have to deal with this reality. Like, I got the biggest, you know, one of the biggest killers in the world trying to take me, and I'm still standing. You know, it's only God's grace and mercy. So I just give God all the praise. But I just hope that the it's a day that people will wake up and recognize we're, we're in a serious day and age. This is spiritual warfare. And um, I hope, you know, I can reach out to people to just let them know, look, we, you have that Internet. Get off those stupid sites and start, you know, get an understanding of what's going on. How how do you have the real maturity and growth on this earth? And that is through the through the blood of Jesus Christ, through, you know, prayer, through reading, through discipline, 
you know, I was listening to T.D. Jakes' tapes, and I, I just, the sister was singing a song, Lord, power. They were talking about power, 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 power to live right, power to do right, power to walk right, you know. I mean, I just, I just pray that that's it because these demons is trying to turn this earth upside down, and I take pride in being able to be in a family of uh, a Christian family where people want are living and singing, but I want I want power to live right. I want power to do right. I want power to just be right, you know. So I just thank God for that. All right. So with that being said, um, Oregon, anything you wanted to say? We have um someone from Oregon. I didn't know if that was um. That's Ella. Oh, I thought it was Angelica. I didn't know who it was. Oh, that's Ella. Oh, good, Oregon. Glad to have you. Ella, you want to say anything or want to say a closing prayer? Ella? I know she was on the line before. I don't know what happened. Yeah, she's still, it looks like she's still here, but maybe she stepped away. Okay. But um, okay. Well, we thank you. We thank you, Ella, for joining us. And I told you Nancy couldn't make it today, but she said she'll be here next time. Mother was wonderful. Thank you, Mother. My girlfriend Stephanie was here. I want to say thank God for her and Annie and um, everybody. God bless you. I don't know what happened to Angelica. I'll find out. All right, here's to fasting and praying. We made it through, and I just thank you, God. I, I just thank you, and I know, God, I stand on your words that this targeted individual program, eugenic programmings are going to be destroyed in Jesus' name. I thank you, God, that you're giving people the strength, God, to just let them know this is spiritual. Please don't waste your time fighting this on the earthly realm. This is 100% spiritual, and none of us would even be here. God picks and chooses who we want to use. He can use anybody. So I just thank God. I, I hope this has given us all clarification. I just thank God. Like I said, Amy, now this, with this radiation program, how they God brought her through. I thank God for her tenacity. They use the radiation probe. You see somebody going down to 80 pounds, getting really thin. They're radiating them. It's critical that these people have love around them. Don't go accusing them for being an AIDS victim. You got the virus. Now, that they will radiate you. And only if you – Amy said, I serve God. I know I'm going to be all right. She went through that thing, and people was talking about her left and right. It's just horrible. She said, I serve a living God. I serve a mighty God. And God, you know that child is 150 pounds today. And she did not go march herself to no doctor's office. She just had to pass her test. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thank God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I just pray that people wake up. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a very sad day. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to get really real out here where people are going to going to be forced, those who've chosen to put their heads in the sand, they're going to be forced to have to work out just out of their mm-hmm. own personal survival and necessity. So. Yeah. All right. With that being said, good, goodbye, everybody. God bless you. Thank you for joining. I really, I don't know about you guys, I just had an awesome time today. I needed that, and I appreciate you guys being here. I enjoyed it, and mommy enjoyed it too. So thank thank you. you so much.